a church that teaches not just programs, but principles. Lord God, I pray that you would hide the preacher behind the cross and crucify him afresh, convict, convince if need be convert. Change us from the inside out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, say amen. Church, say amen again. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. We give honor to our great Savior, great Lord, only Lord, Jesus the Christ. And I am so thankful for all of you. Pray that we would be in prayer for those in the Bahamas as many of them have been devastated and pray for Nova Scotia, North Carolina, and other places that have experienced tragedy and this storm. Praise God. And we are thankful that God has allowed us one more day. We're in John 15, familiar passage of scripture. Our series is Growing Up in Him, Ephesians 4.15. Last week we grow up by our confidence, our confidence, and this is the confidence we have in him. Confidence is a synonym for faith, amen. And this week it's connection, critical connections, critical connections. And in John 15, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Critical connections. All connections to a power source must be properly inserted. And this insertion is critical to a continuous flow of current. As we look at this well-known metaphor of Jesus, it not only talks about connection, contrawise, it talks about the effects of disconnection. And when we are disconnected, amen, from the power source, there's going to be problems, crisis, confusion, and compromise. Spiritually, I, I called back home when I got here this morning, asked Sister Gordon to bring me a bag of my grapes. I love grapes. And I was sitting at my desk eating them, decided not to bring them out. 
So if you don't get the illustration, shame on you. <laughs> once a grape, once a cluster of grapes are severed from the vine, it immediately starts dying. Immediately. What you see in the grocery store, they may look fresh, they may look good, they may even be sweet, but you're buying dead fruit. Once you have been severed from the vine of Jesus Christ, you immediately start dying. Not physically dying, but spiritually, emotionally, psychologically. You begin to die because you've been cut off from the source. Are y'all praying with me? That, that is, that is. And strangely enough, when we look at grapes, we say, boy, they look so fresh. But it has a short shelf life. And when you have abandoned your connection with Christ, you have a short shelf life. I'm pausing purposely because some of us think that we can handle this. No, it's going to handle you. That all of my ethics, all of my values, all of my venues, all of my victories are intact because I'm connected. I'm, I'm connected, I'm connected, I'm connected to the only source of strength and power. I'm connected not to walk out my marriage. I'm connected not to malign ministry. I'm connected not to manipulate the church. I'm connected to walk right, talk right, do right. I'm connected enough that when I make a mistake, I'm under conviction. God doesn't just let me keep going in a disconnected way. And there are a lot of people in church who have been disconnected and yet they're saved. You're weary, you're worn out, you're wounded. You're quietly uh, walking around defeated. You look good on the outside. You look spiritual, you look religious, but you've been severed from the source. The, the interesting thing here is that the, John, the Apostle John lets us know that God uses this metaphor let me let me let me let me uh deal with this of of vine and branches the shepherd and sheep metaphor is for all redeemed israel the church the kingdom the tribulation he said i have other flocks you don't know about but only the vine and the branches pertain to the church. And, and, and the reason people 
get messed up in their doctrine is because they don't follow the hermeneutical laws of interpretation. You cannot look at a passage and stay in that one passage and finalize your thoughts in that passage. All scriptures God breathes and all no one scripture is of its own interpretation. To look at this 15th chapter and to think that God would come along with shears and cut you up to purge you, cut, cut you out, linguistically does not fit. It does not fit contextually. It, it does not fit intellectually. It just doesn't fit. That you have to go to 1 Corinthians 3, which was read in your hearing, that says there's something here that God will cut off that will be tossed into the lake of fire, into fire. It, it can't be you as a Christian that's inconsistent with other scripture. And 1 Corinthians 3 says that all of us must, I love the language, not if we feel like it, we must appear before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account of the works done in our body since we've been saved. You're not going before Christ for your sins. Sins were dealt with at the cross. All my sins were washed away at the cross. We, we need to stop, pause, and park on that one. That all of my sins have been dealt with. And I came out not guilty. What shall wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What shall make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. But 1 Corinthians used six elements, wood, hay, stubble, that burns, silver, gold, precious stones, they don't burn. When tested by fire, your works and my works, amen, will be tested by fire and whatever remains, God will give us a reward for. Lord, have mercy. Hmm. And 1 Corinthians 3 tells us plainly that after these works burn up, you yourself will still be saved. Yes, so it's not dealing with salvation here. It's dealing with works. Interesting that we look at this metaphor and we see in this metaphor the usage of a preposition in, I-N, which denotes salvation. Another passage says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new mm, in What's housed in this inn is that no other dispensation of time, no other covenant, no other Old Testament book 
displays that believers were indwelt. You won't find it in the Old Testament. What do you mean by indwelt? Well, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is when Christ Jesus, upon your confession of sin and belief that he died for you and ask, and him being Lord, ask him to come into your life, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is when he placed the Holy Spirit inside of you. That happened at Pentecost. Never happened before Pentecost. Never. Mm. And then the indwelling is when, amen, the Holy Spirit placed us in the body of Christ and Christ placed the Holy Spirit in us. Those two things constitute salvation in this dispensation. So the moment I get saved, I have a power source on the inside. Everywhere I go, I take the Spirit of God. Everything I do, he's witnessing it. Do I have a witness? Yeah. He gives me power to walk right, talk right, do right, think right, act right, because he's on the inside. Really, I'm not praying up, I'm praying in. And, 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 and so what, what's happening in this chapter is the fact that we are talking about not only connection, but disconnection. When I'm disconnected, my worldly appetites, my weariness, my wounds take over. That's how I start reasoning. I, I have leaned to the old nature because my, because my connection in Christ has become weak. Lord have mercy. And every day you got to check your connection. Every day, you got to make sure you plugged in. Every day, you got to make sure you are connected with the power source. We are kept, Peter said, by the power of God until we see Jesus. Lord, have mercy. I want you, I want you to see, there, there, there are four things I'm going to go through real quickly and get out your way. First... The character of this connection, then the cleansing of this connection, then the comfort of this connection, then the continuance of this connection. This connection is real. Providentially, God places us exactly where he wants us to be to learn the lesson. No coincidences. In Joseph's case, it was the pit. Transferred to the palace. In Moses' case, it was the backside of a desert. And he saw a bush burning, but not being consumed. In Ezekiel's case, it was by the river Chebar, where he saw a wheel in the wheel. Can I get a witness? In Daniel, it was in the lion's den. Can I get a witness? When God gave a lion, lockjaw. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it was in the fiery furnace. 
God has providentially placed you in an area in order to understand what God wants to do in your life. Lord, have mercy. Here, John chapter 14, they just had finished the Last Supper. And the last words in chapter 14 is, Jesus said, let us get up and go from here. Yes, sir. Meaning they're on the move. And as they're walking at night, Lord have mercy, through Jerusalem, with a full moon lit because it's Passover, by the, <laughs> yeah, Creek, Creek John, they begin to go past the temple and the moonlit sky shines on a golden vine that's on the temple of the door, the door of the temple. So Jesus seizes the opportunity. Just like he did in Caesarea Philippi when they visited this place with all these statues of unknown gods. Jesus stopped and said, who do men say that I am? He's always putting us providentially in a place so that he can challenge us about who he is. He may have to allow you to go in the hospital. So late at night when you can't sleep, he can challenge you as to who he is. Do I have a witness? He, he may allow some crisis and confusion in your life so he can challenge who he is. Do I have a witness? So he says, I am the true vine. The seventh of the I am's denoting deity, ego, emi in the Greek. I am, Lord have mercy. The true, the word true denotes the only. I'm true to Judaism, which is a lie. I'm true to Hebrew, Hebraic, so-called Christians, which is a lie. I'm true to every other faith and every other God. I am the only vine. Do I have a witness? Because I'm the true vine. Are you getting me? He says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh, verse 2, away. The Greek word arrow, A-I-R-O, arrow means, it has four definitions. Three are to lift up, to pull up, to pluck up, and finally take away. I've, I find that interesting because grapes are wrapped around a fence, a pole, so they don't drag in the ground. They're tied there. Do I have a witness? And when low fruit drags the ground, it cannot properly grow. And we got some low fruit, don't we? 
No, no, I know you don't have none. I, I, let me, I know, I know. The, the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, 22, 23, is ninefold. Listen, listen, listen to the fruit. Love. Now, let me stop. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, yeah, faith, amen, meekness, and temperance. Now, out of those nine-fold fruit, notice the word fruit is in the singular, out of the nine-fold fruit, all on a cluster, there are times in our lives we don't display that. We get ugly. Uh, we get bitter. We get unforgiving. We get judgmental. We get jealous. We get envious. Do I have a witness? So, so, so when our fruit is dragging the ground, uh, the, 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 the farmer comes along and he starts pulling us up. Now, how he pulls us up is interesting. He pulls us up through conviction. When that don't work, he pulls us up through chastening. Yeah, it's getting tight. He pulls us up through crisis. He'll allow things to happen just to get your dragging fruit up. You're down. You're disconnected. You're deceived. You're dysfunctional when your connection is not strong. In your mind, out of the nine, you got seven of them together. But it's usually the same two that's dragging you down. Do I have a witness? That, that is, that is, he taketh away, he's pulling us up. And let me stop, pause apart, because I have not always, since I've been saved, Lord have mercy, displayed a strong connection to Christ. I'm strong in some areas, weak in others. The plug is fully in in some areas. The light won't even come on. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, G Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is referring to this matter of character. Amen. This matter of character of love. Do you love your wife as Christ loved the church? Don't answer. Because it's sacrificial. You can't be in the equation when you're trying to love your wife. She's totally the love object. Oh, getting quiet up in here now. Wives, you got to reverence your husband in spite of how ugly they seem. Well, you don't deserve my respect. Well, you don't deserve to go to heaven either. So if, if you want to get in what we deserve, that's a long list. That, 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 that's just love. And then joy and then peace and then long suffering. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out of this one. The ability to suffer long and yet be kind. Can you be kind after you've been suffer after you have suffered long? Do you know what this person put me through? 
Ain't no changing in this marriage. No changing in this ministry. The fact of the matter is, God says, if the connection is strong, you can make it happen. You can, you can, you can, you can, you can make it. You can make it happen. You can, you can make it happen. You can, you can walk in victory. You can have the wisdom of the Lord. You can, Amen. You can, you can overcome your wounds. Can I get a witness? You don't have to get weary all the time because you are connected by faith. Lord, have mercy. Can I get a witness? And because I believe that God is able, because I believe he is who he is, because I believe he can pull me out, he can change my direction, he can change my life, he can change my will, he can change my mind, he can change my walk. I am connected by faith. I'm not connected by feelings. Lord, have mercy. And now he transitions from faith to fruit. Mm. Lord, have mercy. See, see, that's what Jesus did to his disciples. He, he challenged them in crisis. Didn't he do it? When he was on that boat, 4 o'clock in the morning? Ain't nobody tell Peter to speak up. Hey, go Peter. Lord, bid me to come. There's something, something about Peter. He had to have the attention on him. Give me the mic. I'll sing the solo. Well, this Sunday, your voice ain't working. Uh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. That child of God uh, bid me to come. Jesus said, come. The water is, uh, Jesus walking on water. He defeated the laws of aquadynamics. He went against the wall, the laws of gravity. He's Lord. He's walking on water. Peter stepped out of the boat and Peter started walking on water as long as the connection of his eyes was on Jesus. But sometimes the storm gets so violent that our faith fails and we take our eyes. I'm preaching up in this place. All for Jesus. And we start sinking. Do I have a witness? If you kept your eyes on Jesus, you would have walked that water. If you kept your eyes on Jesus, you would have overcome that situation. If you kept your eyes on Jesus, you would have had joy in the midnight hour. You would have had peace in your heart. Do I have a witness? Only if you stayed connected. But see, Satan already knows what breaks your connection. He's got a repertoire of what, what can break your connection. Lord have mercy. So we get victory, we grow and glorify God as we stay connected by faith. And when these intruders come in, we even get more connected. How, 
Have you ever had a situation in your life where you knew your vulnerabilities and the vulnerabilities was coming down front street and you say, well, let me pray now. You, you, you ever had it? You ever had it? You ever, you ever had that happen to you? I was saved and pastoring. I was embarrassed. And somebody got up in my face, said the wrong thing. And I said, you got three seconds to get out of my face, and I'm on two now. Now, Jesus wouldn't say that, would he? He wouldn't. Jesus wouldn't say that. Would, would, would Jesus say that? So at that moment, disconnection came in. I went back to the streets. They hit us. We hit them. They ain't know the Lord. That, that is, child of God, when we look at the character of the connection. I've got to, by faith, stay connected. Here it is. So that I can let God cleanse me for more fruit. You're only living because God wants fruit out of you. The fruit of your marriage, the fruit of your ministry, the fruit of your mind, the fruit of your money. God owns everything. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and all that dwells therein. Amen. See, that's, what, that's, that's, that's the mistake we make with tithes and we. Well, you know, this, you know, I work hard for this money. Excuse me? That's God's money. God gave you that job. God gave you the strength to work the job. Do I have a witness? God owns everything. Can I get a witness? You got ownerships mixed up. Do I have a witness? Let me let me let me get back to this text of and we move from character to cleansing. He says, he takes away, he pulls it up. Now we are clean, verse 3, through the word. How shall a young man, Psalm 119, cleanse his way? By taking heed, what? To the word of God. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my pathway. Thank you, Jesus. Create in me a clean heart. Uh, uh, bara is the Hebrew word. Give me a clean heart because there's nothing in my dirty heart that can make me do right. I need a whole nother heart. You ain't getting this. Can I get a witness? That that is that is that is, and 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 so he moves just in these few verses from the character to the cleansing process. Verse 4, abide in me, and I in you. Abide means hang around closely. Stay close to the master. Can I get a witness? Stay close, stay close to the master. I just, I just came from New Orleans, and we, we were meeting at uh, 5 in the morning to get ready to, you know, get out of there and... Uh, I come out of my hotel room and here come this young girl up the up the hallway. She must have been about 26, 25. 
She had a cell phone. She was talking all loud. So I came out of my room, and she said, yeah, the only reason he won her is because of her big butt. I said, now, here's a simpleton. Let me see if I can witness to her. So she, so I said, good morning. She said, good morning. And she got right back on. So then, uh, I went downstairs. She was still on the phone. And um, just as simple as the day's long. Mm. Can't see the light if she wanted to. Living a life of defeat. Are y'all, are y'all getting me? Yeah. Not plugged into the power source. Yes, and I can't judge her because I was there myself. Uh, can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ran that world and was looking for delicacies. Yeah. Uh, without commitment. Mm-mm. What am I going to get out of this deal? Pleasure seekers. Can I get a witness? Me, myself, and I. I tell the millennials, we got to start with your connection. Well, we don't believe in traditional systems anymore. We've seen too much hypocrisy. Well, you see hypocrisy in a pool room. You see hypocrisy in a bowling alley. You see hypocrisy in the movie, but you still go. Can I get a witness? Yeah, it's tight, but it's right. Your connection to Christ ain't got nothing to do with people's hypocrisy. Can I get a witness? We don't want to get married because we saw what our parents went through. Well, there ain't no reason not to get married. You're going through too. Can I get a witness? When your knight in shining armor pulls up on a white horse, can I get a witness? Keep looking at it. It's your munchkin. Uh, Yeah. On the inside, it's a munchkin. Just what you think will work, won't work. Just what you think will make you happy, won't make you happy. Just what you think will resolve your issues, won't resolve your issues. Because it's only Christ that can make you joyful. It's only Christ that can make you, amen, glad and have gratitude. It's only Christ. That will end your crisis. Do I have a witness? Oh, this thing is tight. Look, look what he says from the character to the cleansing. The word, verse 4, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Notice the word bear. Branches don't grow fruit. They bear fruit. Uh-oh. We don't grow fruit, we bear fruit. We can only bear fruit when we are connected. We can only bear fruit when there's character. Lord have mercy. And then followed by cleansing. We we can only bear fruit. Hang in there with me. You can't bear fruit of yourself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except you abide in me. You gotta, that sap gotta be flowing both ways. Thank you, Jesus. He, he, he goes on, I, I am, ego e me, the vine, 
and ye are the branches. He that abideth, sticks close, connected in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. No fruit, some fruit, much fruit. For without me, uh-oh, nothing. For without me, nothing. Yeah, let, 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 me, let, me, let me bring you in on a, a little Gordonism, a little secret. When I got saved and started learning systematic theology and the theology of the Bible, it dawned on me that the Lord had, had his hand on me from the time I was born past the time I'm going to die. Let that one sink in. At no time did God take his hand off you. See, we, can, we are finite creatures. We can only think in clusters of time. Well, my new birth date was February the 12th, uh, 10 years ago. No, that's, that's, that's the foolishness you're coming up with. The Bible says you were saved before the foundation of the world. God had already saved you. Your name was written in the Lamb's book of life. He dispatched an angel, Hebrews 114. Can I get a witness? That angel was your guardian angel to bring you home. Ah, uh, yeah, faithfully. Now, 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 I don't know about you, but when I sit here and start thinking about some of the places I took my angel, I didn't take my angel to church like y'all did. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't take my angel to church. I was, I was looking at the male chorus this morning. Brother grabbed the mic, and he was over here. He did a good job. And, and he, he started stepping, and he was singing. And I looked down at his feet. He was doing a crossfire. And, and I said, I remember, I said, I remember that dance, doctor. You know, doing a crossfire. I went, I went TDY to Germany. I was in Europe. I went TDY to Germany. Lord have mercy. In 1971, 72, 71. 70, 71. I, I was over there in 71 in Germany, Wiesbaden and Frankfurt. And uh, my mind goes back because I'm puzzled how a loving God had providentially allowed me without beckoning to him to live a life that was separated from him. Oh, you ain't getting me and still save me. I, I don't know if that impacts you or not, but I got these memories, I got these reruns that keep coming up and it makes me appreciate my Savior that much more. Now, now, now here's, the, here, here's the deduction of all this. If 
God saw what I was doing and stayed with me then, what in the world is God going to do now that I am saved and at least trying to live for him? Do I have a witness? Man, we were in Germany, me and these boys from New York, Philly. We was in Germany, and I remember, they, come on, man, where you, where you from, Philly? All right, come on. We're downtown in Frankfurt, Germany, 1971, and, and you know, I got one of them fraud lines over there dancing, and the song came on, Rock Study, and we doing the Penguin, Rock Study. Yeah, I, I'm doing, I'm doing, I remember doing the Penguin on the floor, Doc. You know. Man, I had a ball, but I was on my way to hell. But now that I'm saved, I really wasn't on my way to hell. I was on my way to hope. I was on my way to glory. Doing the penguin. I was on my way to Beulah Land. Name written in the last book of life, but I was not connected to the van. And God in his love, he reconnected me. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't praying with me this morning. That is the Bible says that without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he's cast forth as a branch, withered, they gather them, burn them. Uh, if he abide, Here's the preposition, in me, and my words abide in you. Uh, now he moves, Lord have mercy, from character to cleansing to compliment. What is the compliment? Answer prayer. Can I get a witness? Ask what you will. I'm coming in, and it'll be done unto you, but before you. Uh-huh. Yeah, have a compliment of prayer. You got to have a commitment to be connected. No, 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 not just the millennials. I, 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 uh, all of you. You walking around here with cell phones that cost hundreds of dollars and won't get a Lord anything. You ain't connected. Can I get a witness? Your choice of TV programs, you're not connected. Mm. Your friendships, you're not connected. Your soiled, severed lives, you're not connected. Because when you connect it, that stuff can't stand. I don't want to offend my Savior. I don't want to grieve my Holy Spirit. Can I get a witness? Child of God, what Paul begins to pull out is commitment leads to compliment of prayer and then the comfort, Lord have mercy, verse 9, the comfort of a peaceful life. I want to have peace in my life. You can't have peace without faith. You can't have peace without fruit. You can't have, yeah. You can't have peace without being connected to the source of the vine. God does a daily 
inventory of your connection. Your husband, your wife, your children. Come on now. Your walk, your talk, your mind, your marriage, your ministry. All of these things come under the purview of being connected. Can I get it? And because I'm connected, I can do all things through Christ. Because I'm connected, I have joy of the Spirit. Because I want to stay connected, the Lord discloses secrets to me. He leads me, guides me, and he directs me. Because I am connected to the source of power, God has given me privileges that other folk on earth don't have. Can I get a witness? I have the privilege of persuasion. Can I get a witness that I can be troubled on every side, but not distressed. I can be persecuted. Can I get a witness? Chased, but not forsaken. I can. Do I have a witness? Run out of strength, but still be secure. Do I have a witness? For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor principality, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor seed begging bread. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Do I have a witness? The Lord is my high tower. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my present help. In the time of trouble, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be cast back into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar thereof, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. Be still and know that I'm God. No weapon shall fo that's formed against me shall prosper. Can I get a witness? I pick up the promises and I keep quoting the promises. I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Can I get a witness? And we know that all things are worked together for the good of them that love the Lord and them that are called according to his purpose. Can I get a witness? Can't you pull the promises up? But they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and not faint. Can I get a witness? Ah, ah, can't you hear God tell you he's got something good for you. He's got something new for you. He's got something renewed for you. Can I get a witness? I will restore the years 
that the locusts have eaten. I'm coming back to bless you because you are connected. Jesus is my Christ and my Christ is Jesus. You can talk about Hebrews. You can talk about Greeks. You can talk about Jews. But there's only one name under heaven whereby we must be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. Egoimi, I am the bread of life. John chapter 6. I am. Ah, can I get a witness? The light of the world. John chapter 9. I am the good shepherd. John chapter 10. I am the resurrection and the life. John chapter 11. Can I get a witness? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets in without me. Can I get a witness? I am. I am the resurrection and the life. Can I get a witness? I am the true vine. In he the true vine. In he the true vine. Dead once but alive forevermore. Can I get a witness? You know the story. They drug him from judgment hall to judgment hall. They put a cross on his back. They hung him high and stretched him out. Can I get a witness? He didn't mumble a single word. Can I get a witness? They put him to death, placed him in a barn tomb. But early, I said early, early. Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands and he went down to hell to preach and he said I told you so can I get a witness he's king of kings he's lord of lords he's the potentate of paradise say yeah say yeah hallelujah Jesus has got me connected I'm connected to his will. I'm connected to his word. I'm connected to his way. Can I get a witness? He's worthy. I said he's worthy. Worthy. Right on. King Jesus. Right on. Marcus, why won't this lamp work? Maybe you need to plug it in. Why is the refrigerator out? Maybe you need to plug it in. Why is your heart so wicked? Maybe you need to plug it in. Why is your mind so filthy? Maybe you need to plug it all the way in. Why your walk is upside down? Maybe you need to plug it in. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, Ask what you will. Can I get a witness? We need strong connections to our Christ. You can't come to church once a month 
You can't read your Bibles once a year. You can't sing the song of Zion once every two years. You got to be connected, not disconnected. You got to be connected. Say yeah. If you connect it, then you got continuance. You got cleansing. You got character. Can I get a witness? You'll get a compliment of blessings. Plug back in. I said plug back in. Plug back in to your power source and watch your joy. Watch your peace. Watch your power. Watch your prosperity. Watch your prayers answered. Anywhere then. praise him. We praise him. You got to plug back in. You got to have strong connection. And then Christ will compliment you. He'll answer before you pray. He'll make a way out of nowhere. But you got to plug back in. Your plug is loose. There's shorts in your receptacles. You've got to humble yourself. Take up your cross and follow him. Reconnect to what you disconnected. Reconnect time to the Lord. Reconnect prayers to the Lord. Reconnect reading his word. Reconnect walking in humility. Reconnect helping somebody else. Reconnect honesty and transparency. And once you reconnect, there will be an active circuit of continuance cleansing, compliment, amen, with strong connection. I dare you to reconnect. It's not your husband, your wife, your children. It's your lack of connection. Then you will walk in the light as he's in the light. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the source of our strength, who is Jesus Christ. If there's someone here this morning that wants to be saved, needs to be saved, Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. He's the Son of God and God the Son. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Or perhaps you want to join the Church and Christian Experience Bus Ministry. Just put your hand up. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come on up here. Praise the Lord. Come on up here. Right here. Praise you. Stay right here. There another. 
Come on out. Come on out. Praise the Lord. On the left, come on out. Praise Jesus. Come on, come on. I want you to come on out. Give your life to Christ. Come on. Praise Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. How are you? Who's this? Huh? Who's this? Praise Jesus. Sister Murphy, come on up. Hallelujah. Is there another? Come on. Step out. Step out. Is there another? Jesus wants you to willingly just come. It's the best decision you ever make in your life. Just come. Somebody said, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Is there another? Praise him. Praise the Lord. Thank you, my brother. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Thank you so much. I want to ask, follow the ministers, please. Church, amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. Come on, honey. She's here on Christian Experience. Praise the Lord. Take your time, baby. Take your time. You, you know what? You know, why don't you just sit over there, darling? All right. No, 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 no. No, I know. But let us sit over there. Okay. Okay. But let us sit over there. Okay, man. Thank you. Hold on. Now, be careful. Be careful, man. Be careful. Praise Jesus. Hello. Praise Jesus. You came up to Okay, go on in the back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. All discipleship teachers and students will go in the gym to eat and then go to class. All the bus ministry will go in the gym. We praise God for you. Hallelujah. How many of you know daily you need a reconnection? We all need to reconnect. We need to reconnect, not our membership, but to Christ. We need to reconnect to Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this message, this motivation, this maneuver that sometimes our connections get weak. Our plugs are out. Our power source is drained. Thereby, we are drained. We are futile. We are faithless. We are fractured. So, God, we want to reconnect this morning so that you will give us power to believe and power to live and power to hold on. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. See you Wednesday. You are dismissed. 1222. God bless you.